is today. Today? It is Wednesday, my dude. is gonna be great <laughs> hello everyone uh it's a good day good wednesday here today um we're officially in the nfl season which is exciting especially for me because that means it's cowboys season and uh this past sunday started off right so right we beat the giants a rival yeah division rival 40 to nothing my defense is so good. It had Daniel Jones, quarterback of the Giants, running for his life. He didn't know what to do. He had literally a second. Hikes the ball, somebody's in his face. It was it was great. It was beautiful. Um, I was watching the next day, uh, Undisputed on um, FS1, and uh, they had Michael Irvin on, who's my favorite cowboy ever. And he said, we served up a 40-burger and a donut for dessert. And it was just like, mm. Uh, so Sunday was a great night and uh, the Cowboys put the league on notice that they're coming for them. But you know who I didn't hear from uh, this past Sunday? Um, I didn't hear from those troll friends of mine from Chicago. Not a text, not a meme, not a Facebook or Instagram comment, nothing. Crickets. I sent a few of them a text saying, it's awful quiet over there in Chicago. Now, I didn't say anything about how terrible the Bears were. I didn't say anything about how uh, before Aaron Rodgers left Green Bay, he transferred over ownership rights over to Jordan Love. I didn't say any of these things. I just, I was just asking, like, why is it so quiet over there? And um, those angry, bitter trolls were just like church mice. Little quiet church mice. Speaking of church mice, did you know church mice is a real thing? Because we have them here in, in church, in this church. Uh, or, or church rats. I don't know what it is. But they are eating some of my cables uh, that are going from the production room over to... Um, the snake which leads to the front of the house soundboard because of course it would be sunday that some things were going off and then we discovered it and got under the stage and anyways i gotta replace some cables and put some mouse traps and all that poison underneath the stage to make sure that doesn't happen again um their stuff's on order so we've got to make it another week this sunday we've got to Pray that everything's going to work out because stuff's not in yet. Uh, someone said that I should probably get a cat for underneath the stage, though. You know, for the mice and all that. It's a good idea, sure. Cat under there. But I think a snake would be cooler. Like, snakes eat mice and rats. Um, plus, if I got, like, a big, cool snake to put under the stage, that would be where it would live. Um, it would absolutely get out, for sure. And if it got out, especially... During service, which would 
be hilarious. Um, I could see people's re reaction, like especially if I'm on stage playing playing a worship song, and all of a sudden I see the the snake creep out and see people, you know, run for the hills. Um, I would be like, "Yo, hey, 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 let's bring it back." You know, don't let anybody touch the snake. Let's bring Scaredy Cat over there back, um, and just pick it up, put it underneath the stage. And uh, we should be able to do that because of our faith, because Jesus tells us to. It, it, says, it says so in Mark 16. It says, uh, later Jesus appeared to the eleven as they were eating. He rebuked them for their lack of faith and their stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen him after he had risen. Okay? Then he said to them, go out into the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In the name, in my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. And when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people and they will get well. So, like I said, I could be on stage, worshiping, leading people, and just see terror and fear of all these people when a snake pops out from underneath the stage um and i'll be like hey let's let's handle this that we're supposed to be filled with the spirit we have faith let's go grab that snake and put it back it would also make things a little more interesting when when we have to go underneath the stage to repair things uh, i could i could ask somebody hey you want to help me with get under the stage They're like sure and then they get under there but by the way there's a snake under there and uh I'm sure the snake would leave him alone, though. Like, the snake doesn't have anything to do with us. It's kind of like my grandpa used to say back when we were outside and there'd be bees around. And he'd be like, you don't bother the bees, they won't bother you. And then he would immediately get stung. Which was hilarious. But, I don't know. But notice in that scripture that I just read in Mark, about the handling of the snakes, whatever. There's no mention of handling spiders. Because they are definitely the pinnacle of evil. Snakes are lower level evil things. Even though you might think the snakes are the pinnacle because, you know, it was the serpent that was responsible for deceiving Adam and Eve, sending mankind into terrible, sinful nature and death and destruction. But here is what I think. Now, I want to put a disclaimer out that there's no biblical evidence of this whatsoever. This is just my weird thinking. But I think the devil, being evil, you know, Satan is evil, he decided to be a snake to deceive Eve because he's still, he's evil, but he wants to be, like, a little edgy and scary and have that cold-blooded appearance. So he, he picked the snake, you know. Um, but if he decided to be the spider, which would be the most evil... No one's listening to a scary-looking spider. Because, okay, so here's the thing. Adam, Adam's job in the garden was to name animals and stuff. So if we look in Genesis 2, 15, and then I'm going to use verse 15 and verse 19. So 15 said, The Lord God took man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. So he was taking care of the garden. He was probably doing some landscaping work. He was doing all that stuff. And then in verse 19, it said, Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky 
he brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that's what its name. That was its name. So then the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds of the sky, all the wild animals, all that stuff, right? So I'm sure, this is just like, I'm just thinking, Adam's chilling, looking at animals. You are this, you are that, you're a hippopotamus, you're a giraffe, you're a crocodile, you're a dog, you're a hummingbird, you know, all that. And there was some easy ones. There was some like layups that he gave. Probably the first one's like uh, an insect that was flying around. He's like, that's a fly. And God's like, we're gonna call it a fly, but let's use a little more creative creativity. And then because there's a fly, then there was another flying insect that and he's like, that's a bee. Ugh, all right, but let, like I said, let's let's pick it up a little bit. Um, snake comes along and it's slithering and and going. So Adam probably like snake, snake. God's like fine. Um, but he's probably having a grand old time and living it up. And then a spider, which wasn't named at that time, dropped down like on his shoulder. And he was, he jumped and was like, ah, spider, right? Like when you are startled, someone scares you and you're like, ah, or yikes. And being that it is evil, similar to the snake, he had to start with the letter S. So just like, ah, spider, spider. It was, it's a, it's a, that's how he came up with the name spider, I would assume. So then when God gave Eve, to Adam, you know, he said that it's not suitable for a man to be alone. He needs help or all that stuff. So he made Eve. She's in the garden with him, you know. So now we all know that the serpent came up to Eve and questioned what God had said. And then she went to Adam. So, but if Eve was hanging out in the garden and the devil chose to be the spider, uh, if, if a creepy spider crawled up to Eve and was like, hey, Remember what God said about that fruit? Eve would have probably immediately been like creeped out, uncomfortable, disgusted by the look of this thing, this gross la spider. And the spider was talking to her, just saying everything that he would have said as a serpent. But Eve probably would have never heard anything that he said because she'd be too busy, like with that uncomfortable creepiness going on. It would have been like, mm, and then walked away. Adam would have been like, hey, what was that spider saying to you? And uh, she's like, I, I don't know what he was saying. I just, for some reason, I had this inner feeling that I just wanted to smack it with a newspaper. And Adam would have been like, what's a newspaper? You would have been like, I don't know. So we would have been saved from the fall had it been a spider. But a serpent was a little less, like I said, a little lower on the... Um, on the evil layer. And again, that, so that's my, that's my take on why the devil chose the serpent rather than the spider. And again, there's no biblical evidence whatsoever to back that up. But back to snakes. Sometimes people can be snakes or snake-like, lying in the weeds, ready to pounce, just like my Chicago troll friends. I know right now they are waiting, waiting in the weeds, waiting for the Cowboys to get their first loss, the first win. 
thing that happens are Dak's first interception. And then the floodgates will open and my phone will blow up with hate, with memes, with disparaging comments. Yeah, I know it. They know it. But here's the, here's the thing that's going to be really tough for them is I don't think that they're going to get the opportunity because the Cowboys may not lose ever again. They may go undefeated. And there's a good chance of that because these boys look good. Now, you may be saying to yourself right now, as a non-football fan, especially NFL, because I know there's a lot of people, they're like, oh, great. Now he's talking back to football again. Yeah, but also, no. Just like those football football trolls, there are people out there waiting to pounce like snakes to attack, to, to attack us for our faith, for what we believe in. And just like there's a friend of the family that recently asked for uh, help because their partner wants scientific evidence of God because she's a believer, she has faith, but she doesn't, she's newer to the faith, so she doesn't know how to defend it. Um, so I sent a, a video that I think that helps, you know, it's called the Atheist Delusion. It's about, um, kind of like how could it, it says, how could everything have come from nothing? There has to be a creator, that kind of thing. It's a, it's an hour long movie, but there's a 20 minute version that's edited down by the center. But there's always... You always have to be on guard of those snakes that want to pounce on us and question everything that we believe in. Just like in, when I'm a, a Cowboys fans, I got I got lots of ammo that I can fire back. They have lots of ammo that I can. So it's just like you got to know what you believe in. Not that I believe in the Cowboys anywhere near God, but what I'm saying is you have to you have to be able to be knowledgeable of what you believe in so that you can defend it. And that's what I'm saying. All Christians should be. Uh, look into apologetics. There's books, there's videos, there's all kinds of stuff like that. So, yes, this topic of football haters and all that has morphed into, and I know there was a weird part about snakes and spiders. That's good. Good stuff. Good family entertainment. But the point uh, is, if we're going to be believers, know about Christianity, know about Jesus, not only in your heart, but the way, in ways you can defend it. That's where we're going to land today. Hope you had a good one. Hope you got something out of this. Please share this with uh, anybody you know. And um, I look forward to seeing you. I'm not going to actually see you through this thing. And we don't have that technology where I can peek through people's screens. But you know what I'm talking about. See you next time. Bye.